This is an Odyssey original. This is the War in Ukraine Daily. I'm Charles Feldman. And I'm Mike Simpson from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles. While Russia's war in Ukraine is being at least partially blamed for higher gas prices and surging inflation here in the U.S., in Europe, the war could be tipping several countries into recessions. Germany and France's economies showing signs of significant slowdowns. And countries across the continent are scrambling to make up for loss of Russian oil and natural gas. In Italy, food banks are being forced to feed ever-increasing numbers of people. And while Europe struggles, Russia somehow seems to be holding steady. Russia's ruble is now considered one of the most valuable currencies in the world, and Russian leaders are bragging about how they've built up a fortress-like economy that can withstand harsh sanctions, this while their fossil fuel production remains at high levels. But those rosy predictions for the Russian economy are all short-term. How will its war in Ukraine affect Russia's long-term economic prospects? Daniel Treisman is a political science professor at UCLA and an expert on Russian politics and economics. Professor, what do you make of this? It's not unexpected that European economies were going to suffer because of the war, but what do you make of Russia's resilience? Are the sanctions working? Yeah, uh, well... In the short run, of course, the Russian authorities have managed to stabilize the ruble to prevent a major banking crisis. Uh, The high oil prices are bringing in revenue, making up for lower volumes of oil exports. Uh, So on the surface, uh, it doesn't look so bad, but uh, look a little deeper uh, and you see that industry is in deep trouble, uh, largely because of the cutoff of components and uh, high-tech materials and and especially microchips. Uh, because just about all manufactured products use these microchips. So we saw in May car production down by 97%. Uh, Of course, uh, Russians can still build cars, but forget about GPS or uh, ABS brakes or airbags or any of the other things that require uh, microelectronics. And it's the same with washing machines, refrigerators, TVs, all down by 50, 60%. So uh, on the surface, things don't look so bad, but uh, people are seeing more and more businesses close, about 1,000 businesses closing every day, uh, much more than before. Uh, So uh, even if uh, so far we haven't seen major crises uh, on the surface, uh, things do not look very good if you look a little deeper. Okay, so actually everybody, Western Europe, the US, Russia, we're all kind of playing this time game, right, to see Which one blinks first? Is it Western Europe because of the discomfort that might happen this winter if they don't have enough uh, to heat their homes and and to power their cars? Is it Russia because of all the things that you've just uh, uh, mentioned? Uh, Who do you think ends up blinking first? Well, it depends. It depends if uh, the EU gets its act together and the Europeans really come up with a plan for dealing with the energy crisis that people are predicting uh, for the winter. Okay, right now it's it's a little bit painful because of high prices, but it's not a crisis. Uh, in the winter, uh, they need to have uh, already filled their gas storage tanks. They're, they're currently at a reasonable level, about 60% full, uh, but Russia, Gazprom is cutting off gas, uh, obviously gonna make it very hard uh, for the Europeans. Uh, so uh, it's crucial that right now Europe comes up with a plan Uh, They are doing things like uh, looking for other suppliers. So uh, they're going to double the purchases of gas from Azerbaijan, which is a very helpful move. 
but still, they've got a plan for how gas is also going to be shared around if certain countries run into uh, severe difficulties uh, and, and just what they're going to do, because it's very hard to replace uh, gas on a, on a short-term basis, because most of it comes through pipelines. If they uh, figure that out, I think we'll be okay. Um, and Russia, uh, they're going to be more and more affected by these accumulating problems to do with uh, industry. And that's really going to affect military industry too. Uh, all all the, uh, uh, the weapons, the, the missiles and so on, uh, also uh, are going to be difficult to produce without these imported uh, microelectronics. Uh, and manpower on, uh, on the Russian side uh, is hard to replenish. Uh, they've gone through all the uh, fresh, well-trained troops. So yes, as you said, it's kind of a, a, a race, a, 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 a problem of seeing who's going who's, who's gonna to fail first. But I think uh, uh, if Europe plans properly, uh, then it, there's a good chance that the West will be able to hold out and Ukraine will be able to hold out against the Russians. Daniel Treisman, political science professor at UCLA. This is an Odyssey original. You can find us and others on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on Stitcher.